patience. The way we see it, we have two options. Either we find a new Minotaur and somehow pitch it against our adversary Ariadne, or we find a common enemy and persuade Ariadne to rejoin our team. Oh, sorry, Patience, I just sort of jumped in there, didn't I? Welcome to the London Hospital Radio Podcast where we have been trying to tie together all the research from the previous episode, like the very thready webs we are attempting to clear from our now spider-occupied corridors. We put up a corkboard, and we've been pinning notes and tying strings and drinking lots of coffee and kicking over chairs. It's been fun. Dr. Bollyox is rather upset that we used all his acupuncture needles, but it's all we could find now that we're fully contained in the bell tower. Boffo, however, is thrilled that he's been able to keep us fueled with caffeine, buoyed with profits from his new vampire-friendly range, which is keeping our other troublesome neighbours at bay. His latest addition is the Blood Types for All Frothy Coffees, the Cappuccino, Cappuccino A, Cappuccino B, Cappuccino AB, and they're available in positive or negative, with chocolate sprinkles on top. Let's start the morning with a track, and then afterwards I'll take you through the board. This one is from a local band called Dollis Hillbillies with It's Just Banjo. Don't be so upset. It's a compliment, really. Let me buy you a drink. First of all, the timeline of events. We have no idea. The book of the hospital looks and smells very old. And of course, it was written in what was definitely authentic old styly verse. And yet, if our Ariadne is that Ariadne, it can't have been that long ago. She only looks about 40 years old. Although, of course, now she's also part spider person. It's hard to know exactly how one ages that. When I say spider person, I should clarify we're not infringing on any copyrights. This isn't an official name or comic bookish in any way, just the reality that she has grown many more legs and produces silk from her nethers. And then there's the timing of the Minotaur itself. In the history, we read the Minotaur was killed by Theseus, but there were rumours of a Minotaur wandering the halls only two or three years ago, and I don't remember any epic battle going down then. Mysteries, massacres, and mayhem, sure, but nothing that fits that description. So who was that other Minotaur? And where are they now? Or did the Minotaur named Asterion actually survive? And then deceitful Theseus, who left to form a pharmaceutical company, well, 
If that isn't our sometime benefactors slash oppressors, fractal pharmaceuticals, then I'm not sure why we'd have bothered to keep that in last episode's edit. But how to prove it? What do you think, Patience? It's a novelty for us to have some clarity and a plan for a change, doesn't it? That's teamwork for you. Harry did most of the thinking, while Lunch Lady Lavinia put things on the board, Dr. Bollyox did the chin-scratching, Boffo kept us fueled, and I was there. Still, another member would help bolster our strength, and that's why I advocate finding proof that Fractal Pharmaceuticals is the result of Ariadne's betrayal and abandonment. First of all, we have to lure a spider. Here are the morning announcements. Following the dissolution of the Krav Maga Aikido Jazz Dance Monkeys Ward, the surviving monkeys have been seen escaping through the hospital grounds and over to Lincoln's Inn Fields. It's suspected they may be intending to retrain as barristers which made Boffo feel threatened until we explained the difference. If we get any adorable photos of monkeys in gowns and wigs, we will, of course, post it on our social media, as soon as we get someone to replace Harry, who is now busy with actual work. We recently took a delivery of 100 litres of bile, Dr. Bollyox says that he's been waiting for a box of limited-edition Game of Thrones-branded rose quartz vaginal eggs. But he had no use for a bath full of bile beyond metaphors. If anyone has lost their bile, please contact us at the bell tower. Today's password is priapic. Priapic. This announcement is for the ears of former head porter Ariadne. If the name Theseus means anything to you, we have information you may find useful. That's our first move, Patience. Now for the second. Do you wake up in the morning with raging horns? Feel lost? and can't seem to keep the thread of your conversations? Well, have you considered labyrinths from Fractal Pharmaceuticals? Douche your sploosh to feel so revitalized that you could betray a young woman, murder a bull man, then form a sinister medical company. Labyrinths has been recommended by Theseus himself, who is quoted as saying, I use it everywhere, because I'm a massive proponent of this product. This revolutionary moment from Fractal Pharmaceuticals is not widely available, but those in the know can get in touch if they'd like to discuss this further. Time for another track. This one is from a local band called Hatton Cross Buns with Sticky Baps and Windy Paps. Patience, we've already had a visitor to the foot of the bell tower. 
I wondered whether it would be Ariadne or a representative of Fractal Pharmaceuticals first, but it was one of the kitchen elves. They handed a note to Boffo on the door, who passed it to Harry, who passed it to me, because even though the song I just played was a 17-minute prog rock classic, the bell tower is very tall, and I might not have made it down there and back again in time. Anyway, Harry has jogged up with the note, which has made him a bit sweaty, so he's removed his shirt and is toweling down now, and... Oh yes, the note. It says, Dear Bells in the Tower, It has come to my attention that you have received my delivery of bile. Please hand it over to the elves, who will return it to the kitchen. Sincerely, Dr. F. Dr. F. We've heard that name before. Harry, stop stretching your hamstrings in front of me and get the corkboard. Show me all the times that name has occurred. Ah, yes, a few weeks ago we found an unusual recipe in Lunch Lady Lavinia's book, which was signed by him, and used bile for what I presumed was an exotic lightning-fueled barbecue. What about that other thread, though? It goes all the way to the edge. That date is over two years ago, when I took my roaming mic into the kitchen during the elf strike, and I got dr- sleepy from wine tasting. There was a series of correspondence between Dr. F and Mary S. Let's roll a clip from the archive. No, I, I didn't mean that bit. Let's just fast forward. There, here we go. It's a letter. Dated 1816. I suppose this will be the regular history of London Hospital section then. It says, Dear Dr. F, I cannot tell you how grateful I am for your continued advice on the construction of my novel. Your experiments at the London Hospital have been terrifying and inspiring in equal measure. I feel I have now resolved the central chapter of creation, but cannot figure out how to end the tale. Should the monster receive his comeuppance? or does it fall to the doctor to suffer a moralistic fate? Do you have any thoughts on how this might conclude? Yours, Mary S. P.S. Please enjoy this wine. I oh, promise... no one needs to hear any more about the wine. <laughs> okay, there we go. Well, this Dr. F does sound nefarious. I'm not convinced he isn't part of Fractal Pharmaceuticals. Perhaps we shouldn't give it back. Harry, stop holding that kitten and go and tell Boffo to dismiss the elf while we consider our options. Despite being both coffee barista and doorman, Boffo still finds time to write jokes for us on the bottom of his coffee cups. Here is the one I got this morning. Doctor, doctor, I keep dreaming about horses. 
Are they nightmares? Yes, I think I've woken up in my bed, but there's a dark horse staring wildly at me, and a goblin or something sat on my chest, and the artist Henry Fuseli is there painting me, but won't help, and I want to scream, but can't move or make a sound. <laughs> uh, time for another track. This is local band Got the Hornchurch with Bonking in the Baptistry. Patience. We may have pushed things too far. I don't know if you can hear this, but there are several helicopters branded with the Fractal Pharmaceuticals logo circling the bell tower. I'm looking out the skylight, and they may be about to fire a rocket launcher at us. Oh no, wait, it's just a loudspeaker. Very big and very loud, given I can hear it over the whirling blades. It's a woman's voice. Hold on, I'm going to move a little closer so I can hear it. They're saying... Stop broadcasting this propaganda. You have no proof, blah, blah, blah. Keep reading the adverts instead and there will be no problem, blah, fake news, blah. This is Jean, head of staff. It's Jean, head of staff. In a jar. In a helicopter. With a megaphone. Attached to the jar. In the helicopter. Well, that makes sense, I suppose. Patience, do you think we should surrender or take the other option and probably get blown to bits? Feel free to text in while you can. What was that? The whole bell tower just shook. It came from below. Are the helicopters firing at the base already? But I can hear people charging up the stairs. A small army, it sounds like. And a high-pitched whistling. Gene, if you're listening to this broadcast, hold fire. We may be willing to negotiate, but we haven't had the listener poll results yet. Patience, what, whatever it is, is about to crash through the door. So I'll sign off with... Stay well or... Ah, massive spider! No, it's former Porter Ariadne climbing the bell tower and up out of the skylight. She's waving her many fists at the circling helicopters. Jean is telling her to stand down, that it was all just a story. But Ariadne doesn't seem pacified. She's just shot her webbing into the rotor of one of the helicopters. It's coming down! A sniper from the other helicopter is aiming at our non-copyright infringing spider person. He fires. She dodges. It's landed only inches away from me, Patience. It's a dart of some kind. Demons only knows what it's filled with. Crouched Ariadne has sprung up and leapt to the landing feet of the helicopter. 
she reaches up with one spindly leg and throws the sniper down to the ground below with a dreadful plummet. The helicopter is swerving dangerously towards the tower, but she leaps off back up to the roof and it swings past. Fractal pharmaceuticals seem to be in retreat. I hear the voice of Jean echoing into the distance. You'll regret... Mm, couldn't hear the last word. Oh well. Patience, we survived. Just thanks to our new ally. At least I think she is. I'll see if I can find some flies as a peace offering and thank you. Oh wait, she's crawled down the outside of the tower and is wrapping up the smushed bodies for later. It's very resourceful, really. Now I'm hungry, too. I might go downstairs to assess the damage and see whether lunch lady Lavinia has any burritos.